Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about Dragons. They want Dearden. They actually want Dearden more than Luai. We'll talk about all of that. Uh, we'll also talk about Declan Casey not being offered an exten- extension uh, with the Bulldogs and he will be let go and released to a different club. He hasn't signed with anyone, so he is literally uh, in limbo at the moment. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, the big one is Dragons. They want Tommy Dearden, and they want Tommy Dearden over Jerome Luai. Now, obviously, they offered Luai, um, I think, a pretty decent pension, or they will offer Luai a pretty decent pension. They actually offered Manu a massive contract uh, yesterday. Uh, it was apparently worth $5 million over the course of four years. It was $1.2 million per year for four years, which is absolutely massive. I imagine that will actually be to play 5-8. They've got their fullback. They've got Zach Lomax there, who's going to reportedly play in the number one jersey as of next year. Uh, going into 2025, I imagine Manu will be there, not um, as a uh, fullback or a center, I imagine he'll be playing 5 8, um, especially if Lomax plays the full year at fullback this year. Uh, you know, Lomax could play that roaming role potentially at center, and then you have Manu at fullback. But for me, it, I think it even still is too many chefs in the kitchen. We know that Lomax loves to be a little bit of the head honcho uh, in his side in terms of ball playing. If he is that fullback, he loves to be the head honcho, making everything happen for his side. And so does Manu, really, at fullback as well. So I feel like it'd be too many chefs in the kitchen. You'd need Ben Hunt to be that organizer. I actually think it could work quite well, but it could also go really, really uh, downhill as well if they both want to take control. And then things get too off the cuff there. But uh, Ben Hunt can definitely play as that organizer. We've seen him play as that organizer um, for a few years now with different 5.8s. I think he just needs a little bit of stability as well, a little bit of stability. What they really need is a 5.8, and we'll talk about that right now. So the top options are uh, Tom Dearden, Jerome Luai, there was one more. Oh, Ezra Mam. Ezra Mam was the other one. I think Ezra Mam, we can rule him out. I think he stays with the Brisbane Broncos, especially when they just came off winning a grand final in his first full year of first grade. Uh, when you come off nearly winning a grand final in your full first year, I mean, you'd definitely want to stay at that club and potentially win a comp over the next three to five years. So I think that he stays, Ezra Mam. They're looking to re-sign Ezra Mam, Reese Walsh and Adam Reynolds in one foul, foul swoop. I don't imagine Adam Reynolds will be on too many years. I don't think he's got another three or four years in him. I think that the most he'll sign for is maybe one or two years uh, and then he might hang up the boots after that Adam Reynolds. But... Uh, Ezra Mam, I imagine they'll lock him up long term and I think he will stay there, as I said, to potentially win a comp over the next three to five years and Reese Walsh the same. I think they lock him up long term. Um, so those guys are looking to be re-signed in one foul swoop. So I think we can rule out Ezra Mam in this conversation. Uh, Jerome Luai, as I said, they'd probably offer him the kitchen sink over at the Dragons that offer him a lot of money to go over there. Um I just don't think you're going to get as much out of Luai as you would as a, of a Tom Dearden. Tom Dearden is younger and not too much younger as at, at all. You know, Jerome Luai is like 26, 27 now. 
Whereas, uh, obviously, you've got Tom Dearden, who's about 23, I think. He's uh, quite young, still quite fresh. Only his, what, second year, people forget. He looks like he's been playing for ages with the way he's been playing at the Cowboys. Um, he really looks like he's been there for a while. And um, it's, it's crazy to think uh, that he's, it's only his, what, second year, second full year uh, in first grade. It's absolutely insane to think that at all. Um, but... Yeah, look, I mean, I think you are going to get more out of a Dearden. I think that Dearden and uh, Ben Hunt would really work well together. And I was sort of listening to Bloke the other day, and they made a really good point. Uh, oh, it wasn't Bloke. It was actually Levels um, with Mace and Scope. Uh, and Scope made a really good point where it's going to be very interesting to see if Dearden goes there. I think that Dearden will call uh, – he made this point that Dearden will probably call Ben Hunt um, before – you know, accepting anything from the Dragons and go, are you going to be here in the next uh, two to three years or however long the contract is going to be? Because Ben Hunt, obviously the star player over there, wants to get out. Ben Hunt would probably be wondering as well, um, fuck, how is this going to work? What's my side going to look like? If there is no stability in this team, I have no hope in this team. Ben Hunt uh, will probably then leave to be honest and go to a Broncos or go to where whatever club needs a halfback and you know there are there is a shortage of halfbacks these days you know he could go to another side and be a hooker as well he's got that versatility in him we've seen that in the World Cup over the past few years um, but you know I think that Tom Dearden go, going over there and if they do sign Tom Dearden it'll be a massive positive for the club in the sense that they do have a plan they do have a spine because over the past four three or four years they really haven't shown much of a plan because the spines change consist. Uh, it's consistently been changing, so there's been a lack of consistency uh, in terms of how the spine is. Uh, Sloan was labelled as the plan, and now at the back end of the season with a new coach, they're saying that they're going to go in a new direction. Uh, and Zach Lomax is going to be the fullback going into next year. And now they're going to buy Joseph Manu. So the plan is constantly changing in terms of what their side is going to look like. But I feel like having Tom Deed in there, he's an out-and-out out half, whether that be a 5'8 or a halfback. Sorry about that. Uh, you know, when Ben Hunt retires in, in the next four to five years, you know, you're going to have Tom Deed in there that can go straight into the seven because we know that he can manage a game. He's done really well at that. Uh, we can... He, plays well in rep football and you'd imagine that he'd definitely be in the conversation over the next few years to play for the Queensland Maroons as the halfback after DCE. Um, so, you know, over the next three to five years, we're talking about three to five years a lot, but over the next three to five years, um, Tom Dearden could be a top half in the competition. He could be the seven for the Dragons and then you just need to look for another 5'8 as well. And obviously there'll be 5'8s coming through. Um, that can obviously part it, partner Dearden in the future. But getting a guy like Dearden who can play both six and seven, um, that can learn a lot of things off Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt can see that there's a plan for the Dragons moving forward with another six there in Dearden who's quite young. Um, he'll probably be more inclined to stay at the Dragons if there is that plan moving forward rather than if there is no sort of direction, the spine's constantly changing. Uh, he'll probably be more inclined to leave at that point. And I think that's one of the main sort of reasons that he wants to leave in the first place because there hasn't been a real direction and they've had a real lack of success over the past few years. So uh, there, there's no surprise that he wants to get out of there at the moment. But uh, yeah, as I said, getting a guy like Tom Dearden in there, adding a bit of direction to where this side is going over the next few years, I think is going to be important. And signing some young forwards I will, as well is going to be big. 
Um, I think that's going to be a massive part of how this side looks over the next few years because they have signed some very old forwards and they've let go of some old forwards as well. Zane Musgrove obviously has gone to the Super League. Uh, and Ben Murdoch Masilla, I don't imagine he's got much more footy in his legs. I think he's got maybe one or two more years in him. Um, he looks like it anyway at the moment. No disrespect to him, but he has been around a while. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, they need to get a bit of a younger direction in terms of the entire side, not just the halves, getting some more uh, young forwards, getting some more young halves and really starting to build a side in the lower grades as well. So there is a future for the Dragons moving forward. There was. They had the big three in Jaden Sullivan and Talamon uh, and, and Tyrell Sloan. I mean, look how that's turned out. Tyrell Sloan will most likely be a winger going into next year or maybe not even in the first great side, depending on how they structure their team and the signings they make during the offseason. You know, you've obviously got Jaden Sullivan, who's now at the Tigers. And Amone, well, we all know what's happened with Amone. He's not going to be there uh, next year. So they've pretty much lost that big three over the past three years. So um, pretty disappointing stuff. And yeah, it sort of counteracts the direction that they were going for, the direction that, um, you know, Mary was going for with the big three as well. So um, it's going to be very interesting over the next few years, but at least Tom did. And as we said, adds a bit of direction to... Uh, what is a side that really needs to find some direction with how the future is going to look for them. Tom Deedon adds that. Uh, and as I said, getting some more younger players in that side like Tom Deedon is going to be a big focus of their offseason this year uh, and next year as well because there are 120-something players off contract uh, at the end of 2024. So uh, they've definitely got to get their hands dirty and uh, get some younger guys in that side as well and even some uh, leaders in, in the forward pack and stuff like that. They've got a pretty decent forward pack now as it is. They just need a few leaders in the fr- front row. Uh, they've got Blake Laurie there who, who's fantastic, but they need someone to partner him to make it a real mongrel forward pack. I think Hamay Sele is a great signing, uh, but they need some younger guys as we said. And then may get some more spine members as well because at the moment you've got no depth at fullback uh, other than Jack Bird who obviously is dealing with his own injuries at the moment in terms of his foot uh, and you know Zach Axon Tyrell Sloan. That's the only real depth you've got at fullback, really. Um, and in the halves, you've pretty much got no one. So if when Ben Hunt goes to Origin, is Zach Lomax or Jack Burton going to be playing 5'8"? Because that's the only real direction you've got. Uh, there's no real guys in the younger grades unless you go digging in New South Wales Cup or SG Ball even um, to find some halves. You've really got no one. So uh, finding some young halves, some young halves to come into this side um, it would is the big focus for the Dragons going into the next few years and convincing them that there is going to be a direction. You know, there's not many young guys that are going to go um, to the Dragons at the moment due to what's been happening over the past two years with Ben Hunt uh, and with all the dramas like the barbecue and, and, you know, the list goes on. So, yeah, finding some young guys that want to be there and signing them. Uh, but Dearden, I think, is if there's one big main focus, signing Tom Dearden would be that for me. I think he's the perfect guy to come in uh, and partner Ben Hunt. I don't think Luai would go there. I feel like Luai is more inclined to go to the Bulldogs and partner up with his old mate, Stephen Crichton. Uh, I don't think he's going to be very inclined to go to the Dragons. Uh, unless they offer him big coin, I, I actually don't think they're going to be able to afford um, Jerome Luai and Manu and Hunt um, over the next few years. I really don't think they'll be able to afford those guys unless Ben Hunt takes a little bit of a pay cut. Um, it's going to be hard to afford all of these guys. I actually don't know how much 
money they have in the cap, to be honest. They might be a bit, to be honest, because they were signing guys on lower contracts, the older guys especially. So maybe they do have enough to afford these guys, but I find it very unrealistic. They're going to get a lot of guys on high contracts um, unless Ben Hunt takes a pay cut. You know, Manu's already going to be on a $5 million contract if he accepts it. So, And I don't even think he's going to accept it, to be honest. I think he's going to stay at the Roosters for 800 k with a chance to win a comp over the next five years. I don't think he's going to go to St. George in a, in a rebuild phase. Yes, $1.2 million a year is a very attractive offer, but 800 k is still quite good as well. And you're going, you're playing for a side that's going to win a comp in the next few years, and he's been quite loyal. I mean, he was in the same situation two years ago, Manu, and he chose to stay with the Roosters. So I imagine he'll re-sign with the Roosters again. Uh, and they've obviously got to re-sign Billy Smith as well uh, soon. They've actually released all of the guys that were off contract other than Billy Smith in that Rooster side. So um, they've got to re-sign him as well. But um, yeah, they've got to re-sign Manu. I imagine they've released all those guys so they can get Manu a bigger contract so he stays. I imagine Manu could be getting a million dollars at the Roosters as well, uh, especially since Tedesco is retiring in the next few years. He'll probably get the million there. But yeah, I don't think Manu's going to accept the uh, Dragons deal. So getting Dearden, I reckon Dearden's going to have to be paid overs too. I think Dearden will have to be paid around 800, 900K to go there. Uh, I don't imagine he'll be on a million, but he'll definitely be on a very high contract to go over to the Dragons, which is big for Dearden. Um, and, but if, if you think about it, he's probably going to be playing for the Queensland Maroons at halfback over the next few years after DCE. Um, and I think there's rep footy in his future for sure. So, um, yeah, Tom Dearden, I think, is the go for the Dragons, and he, they definitely need to focus on signing him and obviously signing some younger players as well. But we definitely went on a bit of a sidetracked rant there for the last 15 minutes. But let's talk about Declan Casey quickly. I think that he is a very... Um, he's a very decent footballer, Declan Casey. He does a job for you. Um, he is quite melancholy, but uh, to his respect, you know what you're going to get from him every single game. He did have a few errors in him, but he is still quite young. He is still quite raw. Uh, I think that uh, a club would be uh, it would be good for a club to pick him up. In terms of depth, he'd be a great depth player. Uh, as I said, he is still quite raw. A lot of people, I guess, expected him... A lot, a lot of people expect new wingers and new fullbacks and new outside backs just to be fucking amazing straight away. Uh, he is young. He is raw. He has a bit of a few errors in him. But he, there is potential there. There is something there. Um, it's unfortunate that he lost his contract with the Bulldogs. But, um, you know, maybe even the Dragons pick him up as some depth on the wing there. That would be quite good for them. They do need some depth in the outside backs. Uh, so maybe, maybe signing him. I think he can play a bit of fullback as well. So that probably solves a few issues there. But yeah, the main reason I'm talking about this is because... These days, especially with young, you know, outside backs, I think guys like Charlie Staines debuting, scoring four tries, you know, all these outside backs debuting and scoring a shit ton of tries and looking amazing straight away doesn't really help. Uh, but you've got guys like Declan Casey who make their debut and, and aren't amazing straight away and they get absolutely absolutely hammered and he was very unlucky with injury as well don't forget I think he got injured in the two games that he played for the Bulldogs as well that was that horrific one where he was taken off from a uh, with a stretcher as well and uh, he got injured again I'm pretty sure the second time he played I think he's played three or four games and two of those I think he got injured so he had a really unlucky injury run and I think it might play a part in why he wasn't offered an extension he put a big thing on his Instagram the other day thanking the Bulldogs and whatnot uh, so really unlucky there for Declan Casey, but not all 
players are going to be fantastic straight away. He is young, Declan Casey. He is raw. I'm pretty sure he's very young, to be honest, Declan Casey. I've heard somewhere that he's quite young. Let me just look it up, Declan Casey age. Um, he's 23, so yes, he's still quite young. 23 is not too old at all, so... I mean, still quite young, still quite raw, hasn't had much first-grade experience. He does look decent in reserve grade. Um, there are some highlights there of him doing well in reserve grade. Um, I think he'd do good under a Shane Flanagan, to be honest. So, um, yeah, look, very keen to see what happens with him, seeing where he goes, if he goes um, to another club or if he has to sign with a reserve grade club or what happens there. But, um, yeah, look, I mean, still quite young, still quite raw, not much uh, first-grade experience. Uh, and, and not in one of the top sides as well. He was in a Bulldog sides that were going through a lot in terms of trying to rebuild themselves as well. And, um, you know, Phil Gould is known for um, cleaning out his roster, and, and especially in terms of the younger guys, to get some more experience and some more talent in the side as well um, in terms of halves and spine players and stuff like that. Phil Gould is renowned for doing that, and he's had a lot of success at the Warriors. He's had a lot of success at the Panthers especially. Um so, yeah, look, I mean, it's part of that rebuild process where you're getting rid of Declan Casey, and I do wish him all the best. As I said, quite raw, so, um, you know, he wasn't going to be great straight away, and not all players are great straight away. So, um, hopefully he gets picked up by another NRL club or maybe even by a Super League club for the next few years. There is something there. Um, don't underestimate that, uh, but very unlucky to get released. And, yeah, as I said, wish him all the best um, in his future as well. One.